hope so. But so they, they, they eat bread. I bake bread. And what you do to make bread, you take the yeast and it's dormant. And you make it alive. And you feed it. And you enslave it into your dough. You knead it into your dough. And you make it work for you. And then you heat up the oven and you murder entire cultures. <laughs> bread is some Nazi shit, bro. Like <laughs> These vegans are eating it. Hypocrites. I also have candy here. I have little almond roca packets and um, some little Hershey's bars and stuff. Hi, Dion. Did you want to have some carnitas tacos? Yeah, they're pretty, they, they should be pretty tasty. I just started early because I wanted to, I wanted to, I was a little butthurt last night that only two women went up at the punchline and they were both from Sacramento. That kind of like, in a sold out crowd, in a sold out crowd, I thought it was really interesting. Now the bookers can book whoever they want and God bless them. But on a sold out weekend in San Francisco, to only have two women, and both of them be from Sacramento, I thought it was just a shit in my mouth. I was like, oh, so you hate me. That's good. That's so fun. I even, I frosted the cupcake. I never frost the cupcake. People, you're like, what's the cupcake? People like cake, but they like it better with frosting. This is a euphemism about wearing makeup. <laughs> oh, people take you smart. It's true. For the beginning of the, actually, I've been wearing different clothes. You dress, you do your thing. You understand how it works. People treat you differently when you, no, no, not, not just when you wear clothes, but when you look a specific way, especially as a woman. This is becoming more of a TED Talk. But <laughs> I, I decided to put myself together for 10 days and like wear makeup and stuff. And um, I had to stop because I got too much unwanted attention. I was like, fuck this. Being a woman is awful. When do they just take you seriously because you're you? Patriarchy's real. You have to look a certain way, shave your hands. It's, it doesn't matter. No, there's no winning with anything. It doesn't matter. Okay. We'll start this. I was just doing my set that I was going to do. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I made um, carnitas tacos for everybody. And again, there's candy up here. And I think it's 6 o'clock. Let's see. I was just burning time because people were here. And I haven't seen Will Brown. Yeah, it's 6 o'clock. Uh, the triumphant return of Will Brown, everybody. The, the, all these new comics are like, who's this guy? I'm like, he is old school as fuck. <laughs> cool. Um, all right, let me see if I can remember who was first on the list. Oh, Jared is first. Okay, um, I will run back around. And everybody, so it's a, this is the way the joke workshop works. Four minute sets, three minutes, and then we'll do four minutes of comments and be specific and kind. And uh, all right, put your hands together for your first comedian, everybody, Jared Cena. All right, how's everybody doing tonight? Woo, good? Woo, all right, uh, give it up for Pam for making tacos. Oh man, new jokes. I've been tired of saying the same ones, so I wrote down some new ones. I hope you guys like it. All right. Just watch Crazy Rich Asians. As an Asian watching an all-Asian casted movie, the first Hollywood blockbuster of its kind, I just want to say I hated it. Fuck this movie. I hate how other Asians like it, and I don't like how it's seen as a crowning achievement of Asian representation. All right, Make, making a movie about the most richest and powerful in Asia is not relatable for most Asians. That's like if I made a movie about what it's like to be Mexican and the whole movie is about people who run drug cartels. Um, 
I honestly don't really like how Asian culture has been given the Hollywood treatment because young Asian girls are going to see this movie and want to be like the female lead who goes on to date an unrealistically rich and charismatic bachelor from Singapore when in reality they're going to grow up and end up marrying white guys in the techie industry. And uh, I also... uh, you know, it's enough that techies inflate rent prices, but why do they also fetishize Asians the most? First sign of gentrification is usually like boba shops, pho restaurants, and white guys with Asian girls. Okay. Uh, this movie also has no dark Asians in it, just East Asians, Chinese, Japanese, and Korean, the Neapolitan flavors of Asia. You know... Asians just don't recognize dark Asians as one of them. I mean, look at Indians. Like, like they, are, they are the darkest people in Asia, and we never include them in the conversation, all right? And that's funny because they are the most Asian out of all of us. I mean, they have rice fields. They're way better at us than math. And they also use a bucket of water instead of toilet paper. Um, There needs to be a movie called Crazy Broke Asians, you know? Instead of pampered elitist people attending a wedding and using bidets to clean their ass, it's about a starving eight-year-old taking a shit in a hole he dug while cleaning himself off with a bucket of water and tree leaves. That would be way better. I would relate to that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Fuck Crazy Rich Asians. Um, all right, um, looks like the honk hasn't come in yet. Yeah, I guess I, <laughs> uh, that's all my new jokes, but all right, um, I could do my old stuff. Um, you know, recently, uh, I got confronted by, uh, by a, a woman at a show, or not even at a show, an open mic. I'm not good enough for that shit yet, no, no, I'm bummed way too much for that. Um, I, she... During my set, this woman said, I'm going to my Uber. And I said, have a good night. And then all of a sudden, she comes up to me during my open mic performance. She was like, you know what? That's fucking rude. And I was like, you know what? Shut the fuck up and go to your Uber. You know, you know, and that looked really bad on my part. You know what the most fucked up part about that? I feel more bad about the part that I lost the crowd than the fact that I embarrassed her on Valentine's Day. I'll end at that. Yay! I'm sorry, I hadn't started the music. I was eating food. Uh, Here, wait. Yay! Um, Cool, here, let me turn up all the microphones. Do you want me to go? Yeah, sure, Peter. Um, When you did the part about how, like, it would be like if we just made, like, a movie about Mexicans all about, like, just drug cartels i thought that would be a place to like pause and be like i mean who's heard of narcos or like whatever because there are like a lot about them so like you can make a joke out of the fact that like that's all we kind of have like lately on netflix in that genre yeah i thought about that but i guess i just didn't say it Uh, you could be like, you could pose it be like, hey, like, I wonder what Mexicans think about narcos. 
kind of like get that. And then you can make some comparisons between the two and like be like, yeah, there's like un- unrealistic beauty standards in both or like there's like this opulent lifestyle. But do you really want like that kind of just use narcos as the comparison and then use that as a vehicle? And then the other one, I was going to talk about the, uh, it, and then like getting married to white guys. Mm-hmm. You could be like, they like you could take the stance of like they should be getting married to white guys, but like, because usually people are like, yeah, like you shouldn't fetishize like Asian women like that, but like, takes like the, that with your stance. But and then, I think about the Asians. I think you could like after you give like your list of three things, you could just talk about yourself like, like I've never used a book in my life or something like <laughs> like, like 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 kind of show that they are super Asian in that sense that like. You thought you were really Asian, and then they do this stuff, and you're like, "Oh my God, we're like never, we don't even hold, we don't even hold a candle to that." Yeah, like I'm not as Asian as these guys. Yeah, like like like, draw yourself into that and be like, "I never," like you show your perspective. That's all it is. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, man. Did you mention what type of Asian you are? Oh yeah, oh, yeah Filipino. Well, you see, I don't think you ever mentioned that. Yeah. It's, I think it's good to mention which type um, you are, just for fun, just because you're already in it. So for the white people. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, well, just for the white people. Yeah, but. <laughs> Um, I but I had a lot of like questions like that like when you start talking about the white guys and I was like how do you feel about that so I felt like like as a Filipino guy how do you feel about the white guys taking all the Asian women hmm. and do they fetishize Filipino I guess at all Asian women I don't know yeah. um, and then there was one line where you said fetishize women but you didn't use the word Asian again and I was just saying like be just remember to be real specific okay. um, when you're dealing with right I don't know I mean it's race jokes I don't know uh yeah so i was gonna say you know you got good energy up there you got a good voice i feel like it's good if you do a lot of yelling or like sort of like fuck yous and all this stuff it seems a little angry without a payoff like there needs to be some angle that you're getting there where and you know it takes time but like you know it it can be grating without if people don't feel like very confident that there's a punchline coming okay you just have to just make sure it's tight you know, but that that just takes time. One thing the other was was the uh, uh, the ne- ne- Neapolitan uh, joke. That was a funny line. You're like mm-hmm. the Neapolitans of uh, yeah. I laughed at that. But then you may, maybe you could say, which is funny because the Neapolitans are the dark Italians, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, <laughs> or rather, you say people from Naples are dark Italians. Anyway, I don't know. It's just uh, in case you want to double down on the uh, on the ethnic uh, stuff. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like Ali Wong has this joke about um, the fancy Asians and the jungle Asians. And then she kind of <laughs> delineates it like like the fancy Asians host Olympics and the jungle Asians host diseases or something like that. So if you, yeah, just a punchline in there will make it go a lot further, okay. like between the, the rant. Okay. Clap your hands uh, together, everybody. Oh, is there? I got one more. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I thought the whole Crazy Rich Asians, I think there's a lot there. It was super, I was like really interested in what you were saying. I know this is the first time you've performed this. There's not a lot of jokes in it, obviously, but I think yeah. the whole premise is really funny. And I think you can, you should infuse yourself into the premise. So I think you should be like, instead of dating rich guys from Singapore, date a guy like me. I'll give you the authentic Asian experience, you know? Oh, yo, that's genius. Something like that. And you don't have to play into stereotypes where you could be like, I sleep until two. I don't know, like something like to, to make, like kind of like make it seem like it's a dating profile for you. Oh, like don't date those guys. They're boring. Like, I'll give you the real Asian experience. Something like that, yeah. I think. Oh, we don't have time. 
Yeah. Yeah. Something along the lines. Yeah, that's all I have. Okay. Job, Thanks, everybody. Jared Cena, all right, moving right along, your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Dan Lewis. Yay! Okay, thanks for the tacos. Love tacos. You guys like burritos? Yeah. Burritos are great. You don't ever have anybody tell you burritos are not Mexican. They're, they were invented in America, right? You've heard that, right? People always try to correct you on that. I think we should do something about this. I mean, uh, it's at every Mexican restaurant. The burritos. Is it time maybe we gifted the burrito to Mexico? Like the Statue of Liberty was made in France, but clearly it was ours, you know? I feel like it's pretty similar with the burrito. Uh, <laughs> what else do I love? Speaking of food, love, love, love myself some cookies. You guys like cookies? Everybody loves cookies. We love cookies in every form, including the unfinished raw form. We, you know what I mean? That's how much we love cookies. Nobody, they don't do that for other, nobody goes, hey, I love bread. Sometimes I just eat the dough. It's so good. Guys, uh, I feel like I have trouble uh, sometimes following through with things, like maintaining focus. I mentioned it to my therapist and she suggested I consider meditation. So I've been doing that. And I gotta tell you guys, I feel so much better since I've been considering meditation. It's less anxious. If you guys haven't considered meditation, you really should think about considering it. <laughs> I have not felt this good since I was contemplating quitting smoking. Uh, what else? Yeah, no, but I do, I do lack focus, and I, I feel out of place at my job. I was telling my friend about it. I'm like, I, I feel like, what, you know, what, do I even, what am I even doing here? I don't know what I'm doing. And he's like, you know, uh, you may have that thing, imposter syndrome. You guys have heard of imposter syndrome. You feel out of place at your job. He's like, you know, maybe you're pretty good at your job. I'm like, oh. Then I had a review, though, of my boss, and he's like, Dan, you're not really, I know you're not doing anything. <laughs> and I was like, or, with all due respect, sir, you may have imposter syndrome. That's where you think I'm not good at my job. <laughs> Just think about it. Uh, what else? Um, I have trouble spelling diarrhea. You guys, anybody else? It's hard to commit to memory for some reason. You got like, you have a computer. You have to use your computer to help you. It's hard to spell. It's, uh, it's easy to do, hard to spell. So there's a big disparity there. I don't know. Poo is kind of medium to do, but easy to spell. And constipation is the toughest one. That's kind of medium to spell. They should align these. The word for the idea of constipation should be diarrhea. And the word for the idea of poo should be constipation. And the word for diarrhea should be poo. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Let's line them up. <laughs> Jesus. Still trying that one. Um, yeah. I like to, uh, we got different size condoms. Everybody's like, you know, talking about whether they're, you know, I, I keep all different sizes. I base it on the size of the vagina. <laughs> That's how I do it. I keep, mag keep magnums around just in case. Because I'm like a goldfish. I'll, I'll grow to the size of the container. <laughs> it's pretty good. God damn. Something quick. Something quick. What do we got? Oh, you guys. Anything else? 
Yeah, my therapist also told me, she goes, uh, she told me, uh, sometimes, Dan, you're your own worst enemy. I'm like, that just made me feel worse in a way because uh, it just means I'm not like an impressive enough guy to have more impressive enemies. <laughs> uh, like, try telling Batman he's his own worst enemy, you know? It's like, yeah, I saw my parents murdered in front of me and all, you know, and I do go through some struggles, but I would say my worst enemy has got to be the Joker <laughs> or uh, maybe Two-Face or... Uh, I'm like my fifth worst enemy at best. Ugh. Thanks for the suggestion. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. Jimbo's Dan Lewis. Never listen to Ian Langlands. No, I'm kidding. I love Ian Langlands. Oh, it's great. Yay, Dan Lewis. Yay. Um, I loved everything you did. Um, the goldfish joke is fucking amazing. Um, the word align in that joke makes that joke work. That poop joke, I've heard it like, it's probably like the fifth time I've heard you do it. And now that, <laughs> yeah. no, not, no, no, that's not a bad thing. It's I'm just saying, I'm not like, like <laughs> okay. but the, the word align made it work. Okay. It's new. That's new Line for you. Up. And the poop joke, you really got Hill Dog going there. You, she was laughing her ass off on that one. Um, I would maybe, it's just a suggestion, but it will give you another opportunity to be awkward, like the way you do so well. Like trying to spell diarrhea, like E-A-H, A-H, E-A-A, E-A-A, and like look at people and be, there's a U, like, or figure out something like that. Okay. Yeah. There's a Q. There's a Q. Where does, I'll just say, where does the U go? That's a good idea. But yeah, so yeah. I have been getting like conceptually kind of caught up on that. But okay. um, 
Two other things. Uh, the burrito joke. I feel like there's room to make fun of breakfast burritos in there because that is clearly oh, yeah. the dumbest, most <laughs> yeah, yeah, American yeah. thing we possibly could have come up with. Right. That's good. They're, they are good. We'll I'm not keep disputing the breakfast that. Burrito. But like, you have the regular burrito. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, and then the goldfish joke is brilliant. You yes. should follow up by comparing yourself to Nemo and find all sorts of Finding Nemo sorts of references okay. that you can make afterward. To make I didn't longer. see it, but I'll check it out. Oh, thought you had a soul, Dan. I don't have time for that shit. Uh, Jared, sorry. We got time for like one last comment. Oh, okay, oh. sorry, Yonder. Yeah. E-I-A-R-R-H-E-A. I'll just have to take your word for it. <laughs> All right. How um, do so I know? With, with the goldfish joke, uh, goldfish have three seconds of memory. Okay. So like, you know, like if your dick's a goldfish, you'd always be like, what's your name again? Okay. Or something yeah, like okay. that. Yeah. And then um, with the uh, Batman stuff, like I would really find it funny if you named Alfred Batman's number one enemy okay. for some reason. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Alfred. Thanks. I feel like you could do a callback to the Batman. Oh. Yeah, I just dusted that off for Ian. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. <laughs> Clap your hands together, Thanks, everybody. For Dan Lewis. Yay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, I guess Sam decided it was too cold. Uh, Hillary, that means you're next. Put your hands together, everybody. For Hillary Lanham, yay! Hi, guys. Hey. Uh, you're about to see why I was laughing so hard at, that, at Dan's poop jokes. <laughs> so I read in the... Or I read this a while ago that basically a healthy a healthy poop is supposed to be a nickel in uh, circumference, like the size of a nickel and two feet long. Yeah, I mean, who's ever had a poop like that? Well, and also um, that's I think making a lot of assumptions about the radius of people's rectums, because a nickel, if you think about it, you know, I I don't know. I'm not saying if it's too small or too big, but. Um, but yeah, I've never had a poop like that in my entire life until last week. And it happened to me like two days in a row. And it was the most exciting thing. I really felt like I had accomplished something. It was like my large intestine uh, had gone to art school and was going to become the next Rodin. And that's some highbrow art humor there for you. Um, but yeah, it didn't. It didn't last. I mean, it was only two days, but but it was one of those things where I I really thought I had like turned a corner, and then it was it was just a fluke. But but I just wanted to share that information. So keep an eye on your poops. Let, make sure that they're the right shape and dimension. Um, <laughs> but the other thing is that uh, have you ever had one of those poops that breaks off super clean, and you wipe yourself, and the like nothing comes off in the tissue, and it's like it's like to me, that's like finding a four-leaf clover. You're like, oh my God, this is my lucky day. I should go out and buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> but this is like some primo poop talk. But as you know, poop is not always pleasant, um, especially when your dog is eating it. So I think that there, anybody who's a dog owner knows this. There's sort of like a fecal hierarchy of like what is good poop for your dog to eat or acceptable and what is not. And so like it starts out with like horse manure is like you're not jazzed about it, but you're like, okay, it's mostly hay. 
other like four-legged animals like you know um a cat or another dog poop you're like it happens whatever um but the worst by far is when your dog eats human poop like that for some reason is like just so much more disgusting than any other like four-legged creature and the other day my dog i'm pretty sure ate meth poop so poop from a meth head and what happened was is that I had her at the park. She did not come out from behind a certain bush. And when I went to go look for her, she's like going to town on something disgusting. And I was just like, oh my God. And then the only reason why I figured out I that it was meth poop is she got this crazy burst of energy later that afternoon. And she is like a nine pound, uh, 75, or nine year old 75 pound pit bull. So just does not move fast at all. And the thing about it is that she, then when I came home later that night, she was totally strung out. And I'm like, great, this is the last thing I need is for my dog to become like a, a tweaker. Because she, now I notice she's like going underneath all the bushes looking for shit, literally. And I'm like, the last thing I need is for her to be like down in the tenderloin turning tricks, you know, like sitting and like shaking, playing dead. And so, yeah, that's, that's it for me. Thank you. Hillary! Yay! So I literally thought about you when I was pooping this morning. Oh. No, I literally thought about I thought about did the you look at your poop? No, I did, but not even that. It was the it was the it was the nickel size. I was like, whose poop is nickel sized? And like mine was dime sized today. So I was like, that was weird. Um anyway, so I was just thinking about that was just a side note. I was just thinking about you. But this is a thing, this isn't this is a weird like thing I heard once culturally, and I don't know if it's true, and I don't know which type of Asian you are, but I heard that Japanese people start their day describing their poop at the breakfast table as a family. Like that's a thing that Japanese people do at breakfast. Now this could be, this. I could have learned this from anime. This I could have made this up. I think I saw it though. Somebody told me somewhere that culturally that's a thing. I was raised by white people. Oh, you were raised by white people. Okay, raised okay, never mind. Wolves. I was just being racist. Um, your stuff's really funny. I really enjoyed it. Um, the, oh, the only thing, that last joke is really great. You just have to work the timing out. Yeah, that's timing is like a yeah, but that closing joke is really funny. I loved hearing about your dog oh. right here. I was wondering if you could compare him to like other animals that people have heard of, like Speedy Gonzalez, like Speedy, oh, yeah. or like, I don't know. Like a, the visual on your like dog is important in this joke, I feel like. Yeah, she, yeah. I, she I'm sounds slow, she, though. She's like somebody's grandma. She's had a lot of puppies. And she's like, <laughs> A black pit bull, so I think of her as like a very slow, like southern, like black lady, like steel like magnolia. Keep talking in the microphone because it's still a radio show. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so if you set that up early in the joke, I think it would work better. Okay. We know that it's a slow dog normally. Yeah. Okay. To make the difference between the yeah the meth the meth version and the non meth. <laughs> What's it. her name too? Fiona. Fiona. Okay, there you go. Fiona yeah. is definitely setting the tone. Yes. So tell the name and the what the dog is like before you get into okay. the meth. Okay. That poop. makes sense. Yeah. I was really um, this is going to sound weird. I was into your description of like the the levels of like acceptable shit to eat. The fecal hierarchy. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's a really interesting concept. But so if your dog is eating the absolute bottom, I, I'm curious what the opposite is. Like, what's top shelf shit? Mm, right. Yeah. Um, also, the whole thing about two days 
of pooping and, and <laughs> if, if this is like ignorant let me know you could make a quip and just say the United States only have only dropped two atomic bombs and that worked out decently like <laughs> uh, I'll have to think about the connection there <laughs> uh, uh, can I do oh no I'm sorry Ian uh, go ahead go, do go for uh, oh yeah that gives me an idea about the uh, the poo thing yeah because like, you know a lot of people will, people will look at other People, like the like the diet they eat and just be like I can't believe they could eat that garbage you know right so it could be something somebody something that's eating horse poo looks at somebody who's eating worse poo and just be like ah I can't believe they're eating that shit oh so, yeah uh, that- I, I agree horse shit, horse poo is definitely the best one uh, <laughs> he knows it's the best one uh, what was the other thing the, oh the the nickels. Uh, <laughs> I love. I want to tie it into the because you're like it depends on the size of the hole. You're like you know if it's a little wrecked, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, like, right. Let's just say my, the, that my my mint is not exactly in mint condition or something like that. Like there's something about oh, the, yeah. tying it into the the way they make nickels. And there's something also about maybe uh, possibly it's a stretch, but something about how it's um, your poos are more expensive to make than they're worth. Just like the nickel. Right. I don't know, but that might not be a fact that people okay. know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Are, is that true for the nickels too? I know pennies it's true for nickels, pennies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, this, can, this will totally rework that whole joke, but for the joke about your dog doing math, <laughs> an angle you could do it on, you were just like, then I started to notice this motherfucker was having the time of her life, so I went back out there, I scooped some shit up, and I ate it. <laughs> I don't like to feel left out. Right. I want to feel what this methy poop tastes like. Something like that. Yeah, I like to party yeah. too. Free drugs. Right. Yeah, so here's me and my dog methed Free out my apartment. Free drugs on the street. You're so, a yeah. San you're all about recycling. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's, that was my idea. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Clap your hands together, everybody. Thanks, For everyone. Let them, yay! Yay! Never just another day. All right. Um, super excited. Your next comedian's here. I love to see him every time he's here. Clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for Peter Struckmeyer. Yay! Woo! Woo! Pam made tacos. We're talking about poop. I. I can't wait to find out what my poop is going to look like after having had four of Pam's tacos. Should we do like an image share or something? Make like an iCloud album? I'll look at it together. Uh, For those of you who don't know this about me, I moved back to the Bay Area during the pandemic. Okay? So I lived here for a while. I left, and then I came back to San Francisco. And I was gone for two years, and I spent that two years living in New Hampshire. Yeah, live free or die. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember the 1600s, but New Hampshire has not changed since then. Okay, like I straight up paid an electric bill to a state that was like, bitch, we do not have electricity. And let me tell you, being a gay man from San Francisco, moving from here to New Hampshire was an adjustment. Like, I got there and everyone told me to watch out for the bears. I'm a gay man from San Francisco. You tell me to watch out for the bears? I'm going to walk into that situation like it is the Fitness SF locker room. All right, here they are worried about the den of black bears. Here I am looking for the six foot three muscle queen who moisturizes more than he deadlifts. 
And don't even get me started how confused I was when it was winter and everyone started talking about how many inches we got last night. <laughs> Someone said we got three feet. I thought, where do I go to find that? <laughs> no, seriously, where in New Hampshire do you go to find any inches of dick, okay? There are no gay clubs nearby, all right? The nearest gay club was this place called Canada. <laughs> yeah, Montreal's a very confusing place if you like to suck dick. <laughs> There's just uh, turtleneck sweaters and skinny jeans and French. But we would go. Um, actually, we would go to other cities to go out, uh, all of us homos there. And so what we would do is we would um, horse and buggy down to Boston. Uh, Paul Revere would run through the town shouting, the faggots are coming, the faggots are coming! And I would be like, well, just wait until you're shouting that out while I'm shooting on your chest. <laughs> and like, I don't know, it's New England, so the gay clubs are like decrepit barns. And you, you know, would have like multicolored disco candlelights. And then you're just there trying to impress the church elders, like churning butter on the dance floor. <laughs> And you're attracting so many men because that's such a fabulous gesture that you're so skilled at. Might come in later in the and come in handy later in the bedroom. I fucked that up, um, but yeah. And then you would try to be all cute and sexy, but again, it's the 1600s, so you're like, I don't know, emptying your bedpan out into the street at the club. At one point, it's like bedpans in the air, and then you're like, ah, I didn't empty it enough. That's my time. I'm Peter. Thank you. Never just Peter struck my heart. Yay! <sighs> that was amazing. You brought it like as if you were at Cobb's or something tonight, and you were so professional until the very end. Um, like you <laughs> no, I mean, well, in, you have no ums, no ahs, no likes. That whole beginning was the the opening was great. You like, drew me right in. I was completely on board with you. I felt like. I felt like you were taking it seriously in front of us, and I'm like, wow, he's really taking it. it was, so it was fun to, it was great. It was really fun to watch. Thank you. Hey, Peter, how you doing? Good. Oh, there you are. <laughs> I was like, I was like, where's the sound coming from? Oh, man. Sorry for being short, man. Oh, no, you're good. Yeah, um, yeah, um, I like the bit where you were like, New Hampshire hasn't changed from the 1600s. Yeah. Now, let's just delve deeper into that. Like, right. I don't know, like, there are carriages still going on. Yeah. There's, like, fucking witch trials still there. Oh, yeah, witch trials would be a good <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. And I don't know, you could probably, like, sneak in, like, a gay joke there. Like, I don't know, like, they'll crucify you. Like, she's a witch. No, she's a gay icon. Get away <laughs> from her. There we go. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. Um, I did just, like, a tag for the, for the bears, mm -hmm. which I like a lot. He's like, I'm a gay man from San Francisco. You tell me to watch out for the bears. I go looking for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like that. I thought you, that was all great. Um, when you talk about Paul Revere, I thought you um, were doing yourself a disservice by not including one by land, two by sea, somehow tying that in. Uh, I don't know uh, full, fully oh, what that would be. And but... also, like, the Boston Tea Party, right. too. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And then the last thing was when you're talking about the um, churning the butter, I love that because you start like the motion of like you're dancing, but it's like a misdirection. Yeah. Um, the one then immediately my head went to like trying to make a three cornered hat, or, like a tri cornered hat look <sighs> sexy or something like that. So, anyway, just. Just a thought. I think I had a tag I forgot about like powdered wigs and stuff. Like yeah. I feel like that's something you have to wear at a gay yeah, bar. One, one yeah. Thing about that, oh like, my god, powdered wigs. <laughs> like like the signing of the Declaration of Independence, like oh a room full of men. Right. With powdered wigs. It's just like you tell me they didn't fuck each other. You think you like <laughs> in between amendments. That's why the second gun. amendment was I'm allowed to have a gun. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, right to bear arms, yeah. Somebody, somebody said, um, like, about uh, two, uh, one by land, two by sea. Yeah. And I just saw this phrase for some reason. I thought it was funny if you ever said it. Like, um, Paul Revere turned his rear. Paul Revere turned his rear. Ooh. It's, yeah. I don't know. I love to think about the closest gay club is Canada. Maybe you can make a joke saying that Canadians are, like, are too polite in the bedroom and you like it a certain way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, can I slap you in the face? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. 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 Sorry for slapping you in the face without consent. I don't know how to talk like a Canadian. I don't either, really. They say A a lot, right? Did I slap, can I slap you in the face? <laughs> Put your hands together, everybody, for Peter Truckmeyer! It's like... I get so I'm so high that I'm back here and I'm just like listening to the conversation like oh that's right we're doing a show right now told you I was gonna need help today you are next comedian always one of my favorite people in the whole world and God he had such an amazing set last Wednesday not that yeah I mean he's funny all the time um anyways I love so many of his jokes put your hands together for Ian Langlands yay never just another day and still more. Thank you, everybody. Keeping okay. Uh, <laughs> scared. Uh, keeping this a little short. I got some new jokes. I uh, I don't get uh, what it is about going on vacation that makes people do things you wouldn't normally do. Uh, because I went to like last summer. I went on vacation with my friends to Tahoe, and they were like, "Oh my God, the weather's so beautiful. You know what we should do? Let's go bike riding." But that's just exercise to me, you know what I'm saying? So I, f I don't understand what it is when you go to a place, you start to do shit, like you wake up early, you go to museums. You wouldn't do that when you were here, right? That's those, those, just not fun. It's like if you went to Paris, you're like, wow, this city's so beautiful. I should have brought my taxes to do. <laughs> that was all I had for that. Um, don't you guys hate, we can all relate to this. Um, don't you guys hate when you're out to lunch with your grandma? <laughs> You have to lunch with your. We we've all been here. Uh, when we have to lunch with your grandma, and she she has two cosmopolitans, and then she starts telling you about how your grandfather can never really pleasure her, and that she didn't have an orgasm with a man until a black guy with a thick cock had sex with her. <laughs> Don't you guys hate when grandma does that? Uh, I wish that was a joke. I wish this was a joke. I wish this was all for comedy. This was all real things that my grandmother said to me. Uh, I don't know how to respond to that. Like. Part of me is like, congratulations, but part of me is like a little sad inside to know that my grandfather never fulfilled her fantasies. So then I'm at, I'm at like a fork in the road. So I'm like, what do I do? Because obviously she's on her way out. She's telling me this kind of shit. You know what I mean? The, the dementia's setting in a little bit. So, I have to, so I'm like, I got to tell my dad, right? I have to tell my dad what's going on. I go, dad, grandma, I think she's, I think she's on her way out. I don't think she's really present 
in her mind. And he goes, well, what makes you say that? And now I've realized I've dug myself into a deeper hole. <laughs> now I have to tell my father that his mother was not pleasured by his father and had sex with a gay man, and that's when she orgasmed for the first time in her life. And uh, don't have a punchline, but that was good, right? Okay. <laughs> so fucking... <laughs> I didn't write these enough. Um, there's, a situ there's, so, there's so many awkward situations you get into in life, and as a guy, especially like a straight guy, there's this very specific moment that happens sometimes where you're at a place, like in a room or a party, and there's only women there, but there's, there's one other straight dude, and you have to kind of put on this act to prove to the other straight men in the room how straight you are, you know? It's this weird machismo thing. I don't like to play it, but you have to play by the rules sometimes. So it's like, what's the go-to conversation that you talk to as a man? Do you guys know, what's the go-to? Sports, right? Sports, that's a go-to thing. <laughs> Drag race, yeah, that's second. That's second. Right, it's sports. Yeah, that actually might be first. <laughs> that might be first, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so you put on the whole facade, you puff out your chest, you lower your voice, you go, hey man, did you fucking see the game last night? And then he goes, yeah, those guys are really athletic, you know, their physicality is amazing. But then when you step back and think about it, that's low-key the gayest thing you can talk about. Other men and their physical attributes, that's pretty homosexual to me. So I think that's a little bit ironic. Uh, ending on homophobia, thank you, I'm Ian. The energy, the Yay, Ian! He's in touch with his feminine side. Hooray! I love that joke. Um, uh, I have this written down. Uh, I want to hang out. Oh, I want to hang out with your grandma. Um, I feel like there's a crowded work opportunity at that very beginning one where, like, well, what do you do with when you... When you hang out with your grandma? Yeah, or there was something but even before that where you asked, you sort of asked a question, but you didn't ask a question. And I'm like, just ask ask the people a question. Why not? Okay. Um, and then there was just one little mistake at the end where you said your grandma had sex with a gay man. It was a black man, right? I said gay man? At the, oh. Yeah, yeah. And so that I was like, crazy. I was like, was he gay and black? But I didn't know if he was gay, a gay and black, Very or and I just heard it and I was like, oh well. Oopsie, I'll just sorry, I was I was mixing jokes. But it's all but it, it was it's good stuff, great okay. stuff. I love your new stuff. Yeah, if anybody can help me with like mate, like there's no punchlines yeah, in there. Yo, oh, I, was, I, was I got you, boss. Okay, King. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, so with the bit about like how your grandma told you all this, like she got mm -hmm. first time she got an orgasm was the black guy. Yeah. Maybe you can exaggerate a little her story a little bit. And I don't know, I was thinking like, how old are your grandparents and are they both white? Because mm -hmm. I also want to know your grandfather's reaction. Do, do you think that I am not fully white? <laughs> <laughs> do I need to explain that? <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, I'm white, so. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you could be Hispanic for all I know. I met Mexicans from that look like I do you. have a little Ugandan in me, people don't know. <laughs> okay, so, so it's, sorry, yeah. continue, continue, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, but anyways, like, if if he really is like a, like if he's like an old white guy from like the forties, like I want to know his reaction that okay. he got first, that he got pleasured from his wife. No, he's dead. Oh, yeah, and. Uh... <laughs> no, he's also dead. No, yeah, my grandpa died, and then my grandma got with this new guy, and then, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Like a black. Uh, 
The, the Are you done? I got one more. Uh, okay. Okay, one Come more. Come down hold to on. Jay. Hold on, hold on. All right, and then about the bit where, like, you're, like, out, like, straighting other straight yes. guys, but you end up sounding so gay. Yeah. You need an act out there. You need okay. to be like, oh, dude, six foot one, 250 okay. pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big cock. Like, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Big cock. Yeah. Okay. I, like, so just two notes. Um, so the, the the first bit about like going different places and doing shit that you would never do in the first place. Yes. Uh, like with Paris, I think you could be like, like I don't go to Paris and think like, yeah, I should really see a therapist or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, be like, this makes no sense in this context. That's yeah. just a thought. And then for the for the like the bit about your grandma, I think because the thing is, you're ending with like talking to your dad, right? Yeah, that was added. Because I think it'd be funny if it was like, oh, I think she's on her way out. And he goes, well, how do you know that? And, and then I, realize I, have to yeah, I was going to say, like, right after that, you could be like, like I got, I panicked. And then I thought, you know what? I just started asking him about his sex life. Like, When's the last time you satisfied mom? Oh. I hope he got the message, that kind oh, of thing. Okay. Like I get tripped Yeah, up. I yeah. totally agree. I think the joke is about the conversation with you and your dad. Like, well, okay. do you pleasure women? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, you start to get insecure about your dick size or something like that. Okay. Like, that's where I saw it going. Oh, okay, but, okay. I also think, like, the delivery as you refine it will help you. Like, I think, uh, like, a lot of the, like, bones of it all are actually there. Yeah. It's just, like, dramatic pauses. Like, there was a point where, like, it was escalating in terms of, like, well, now the dad, now your dad, you're having to have this conversation with your dad. But I felt like your tone was kind of the same. So I didn't, like... Oh, okay. It matched the fact that there was like more suspense there. And then what was your opening bit again? The, it was about um, doing things on vacation that you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. Right, the, that's why I wanted you to ask the people, what do you do when you're on oh, vacation? Okay. Right. Okay. I love okay. I love where it ultimately went with. I felt like you needed to hate biking more than you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't like it needed like real hate of biking. Uh-huh. Um, because they're enough people that would be like oh well biking is fine i don't understand those people but they exist but you're right you will do stupid things on your vacation that you wouldn't i would never yeah, like ride a segway and shit like, what yeah. well, but i would never cool. ride a segway in san francisco but uh, if i went to hawaii with, i yeah. would totally ride a segway yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like yellow yeah i yeah, mean something about do that. when it comes yeah. to doing stuff you wouldn't normally do on vacation uh-huh. that's your grandma talking to you about how she slept with a black guy <laughs> Okay. <laughs> when you go to Hawaii, you yeah. rent one of those little scooters and you fuck a black guy. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> Is that what you do on vacation? That's what you don't do. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Yes. The altitude, yeah. It's, like it's true. Yeah. Clap your hands Thank together, you, everybody. everybody, for Ian Langlands. Yay! That's how the joke works. works. Uh, All right, your next comedian. Uh, He's the last one we're going to give comments to. Clap your hands together and take notes and all that kind of stuff for Patrick Delaney. Yay! Hello. Howdy. Uh, I don't know if you are you guys following the uh, the Epstein case right now. Yeah. Oh, all right. She's wearing a shirt that says pedophile on it. No, I'm kidding. I'm just joking. I'm joking. No, so they um, uh, they found another dead guy. Like, one of his associates were found, was found, like, like hanged himself. Yeah. Mental health is no joke, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> so suspicious. Like, why didn't he call the prevention hotline? I mean, you get one phone call, right? 
started dating again recently. Um, I went on a date with somebody, and uh, she's really into like astrology. That's her big thing. She loves astrology, which is interesting because her main personality trait is knowing a lot about made-up personality traits. For example, I was um, having lunch with her, and we're sitting down eating sandwiches. She hits me this. She's like, I'm a Scorpio. You know what that means? And I was just like, couldn't really tell you. She was like, I don't look like that. Come on. She's like, no, it means this. If you fuck me over, I won't kill you, but I'll dream about killing you. So that was the first red flag. The second red flag is that she also sleepwalks. She wanted to go camping one weekend. Um, she's like, you want to go to Big Sur this weekend? And I was like, I can't. I don't have a sleeping bag. She's like, I have an extra body bag. I mean sleeping bag. <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't go with her. Can you imagine that? It's just me and her in a tent, and she gets up in the middle of the night and takes a deck of tarot cards and caves my head in, all because I didn't like throw down on gas on the way up there. And then she's like on trial for murder. And then, like, her lawyer's, like, struggling to figure out some sort of defense that'll make her a good person. He's like, your honor, I don't want to think of my client as a murderer, but more as uh, following her dreams. She's not a delinquent. She's a self-starter. Say what you will about her actions, but her ambitions are right there, you know? She finds a goal. She achieves it. Or, in this case, executes it. I got nothing. I got nothing, Your Honor. Started dating a new girl, though, and she's great. She's got a wonderful personality. Uh, she's Jewish. She's a member of the LGBTQ community. Woo! And, yeah. And she's a rabbi. Sexual. Takes a little bit to process that one. Uh, let's see here. That's about all I wanted to try, folks. Yeah. Patrick Delaney, everyone. Hooray! Do, 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 do. You can go ahead if you like. Oh, okay. Um, yes, yeah. you, sir. Yeah, uh, with your astrology bit where she says, like, um, I am a Scorpio. Do, you don't believe in astrology, do you? Uh, not right now. Yeah, so, uh. like, I feel like you can, like, play that off, like. I'm, a, I'm, I'm an agnostic with astrology. I'm just <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh -huh. Oh well, you could also include that in your bit. Okay. And also, like, when she says, "Yeah, I'm a Scorpio," do you know what that means? Like, play it off like she just said something stupid. I was like, "What?" Like, yeah. no, I, I don't know what that fucking means. Like, yeah. that's a very vague question. Yeah. Yeah. Play so, that off like that. Coolio. I would do. Um, you said, "I won't kill you, but I'll dream of killing you." I would do a spacey girl voice. Oh, I think okay. that that joke has an opportunity for two different act outs. Like it's an act out, but mm -hmm. then you can hyper act it out by having a silly voice. So like, I don't know. What's your silly girl voice sound like? I'll dream about killing and just do a lot of that. Yeah. I mean, if she sounds like that very, yeah. Then if she's I'll like that Karen, like, that sounds like Karen. It's, so Karen likes astrology. Like I see, what, <laughs> but it depends. Or like if it's a spacey voice, she'd be like, well, I'm a Scorpio, so you know what that means. <laughs> I won't kill you, but I'll dream of killing you. Just getting turned on right now. Right. Well, like, but you can you can play with the voice, and I do the same thing with the lawyer. You have the opportunity to have the you have whenever you do quotations in your joke. 
which you are doing, you mm-hmm. might as well throw some acting on it. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, cool. Solid. Um, for, the, for the rabbi sexual joke, I think just an added tag to that. I was like, well, she's a rabbi sexual. You've probably never heard of it, but it's in the plus of the LGBTQ plus. Oh, okay. They didn't want to include that into it. I, I think just I think that'd be good, that. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna do. I was gonna do Shebrew too. She's, like, she's like a Hebrew. She's mm. Shebrew. I like rabbi sexual. Yeah, though. yeah, that one works better. Cool. Also, the scenario that you're talking about with the camping, it made it immediately came to mind was the Lord Gabby Petito case. Oh, okay. So some sort of tie in there, like about the astrology or something like that, because she literally got her head bashed in by her boyfriend. Oh. So just something to. Maybe look into that and see if there's like some humor there. Yeah. <laughs> Which there's not, but. Oh, we'll make it funny. Yeah. One more thing. So, also, rabbi sexual, no one's really going to know what that is. So, I don't know. Like, you could play it off like. Oh, like she's bisexual. She's a rabbi no, ra- sexual. Yeah. Rabbi oh, sexual okay. is fine, but I don't know. You could. I feel like you can include something there is like, no, she doesn't fuck rabbits. Rabbi. Yeah. I don't know. That was. She's anti Semitic. She's not kidding. Yeah. Okay, I I had um, I had something around I, I, like I think you could play with the timing, around oh, yeah. and, and like the tightening for the uh, astrology bit. So you're like the first red flag is you know, uh, the, you know that was the first red flag. Yeah. The second red flag is, and I feel like you could just ditch the flags and just okay. be like, she's like, uh, you know. I'll kill you in my sleep, and then you could just go. I'll kill you in my sleep. Apparently, she sleepwalks. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, and you just like get the timing right okay. there, and you're like fucking mashing those two things together. Yeah, my timing was all over the place. It was like, oh. and then you could probably go straight to the part where the lawyer is like defending her. And it's like, oh, she's following her dreams. Oh, okay. Right. So yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of like what I thought about. Solid. Thank you. Cool. Alrighty. Clap your hands together. Oh, is there one more comment? Or no? Clap your hands together, everybody. Patrick Delaney. Yay! Um, okay, so that's it for comments. And now we just have four minutes. So you'll hear this, you'll hear the horn uh, there. And um, when people aren't here, I'll be just smushing people in from the wait list. So be on your toes, everybody. Uh, your next comedian, clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for Wally Hippolito. Shit, I was an alert. I thought it was like nine or 10. What number are we on? Whatever, it doesn't matter, I'm up here now. How y'all doing tonight, guys? It's good to see you. It's good to see you, man. I was in Half Moon Bay doing a show the other day, right? And I love going to Half Moon Bay because it's like the Bay Area's own little southern racist oasis, you know? Like, it's your own little pocket of Jim Crow racism, and I love it, man. Like, I was walking up to the, I was walking up to the grocery store to grab a snack, right? And on the side of my eye, I see a white pickup truck pulling up behind me. The truck stops. Window goes down. Guy says... Go back to your fucking country, Mexican. And I'm like, I'm fucking shocked. But right behind me, a lady goes, he's obviously a fucking Asian, you idiot. (laughs) And I'm like, damn, that's pretty impressive. Like that lady managed to not only defend me, but simultaneously sound more racist than the dude in the truck. Like that's some really good shit. That's some really good shit. Uh, I need a little closer for that. But uh, yeah, anyways, um, you guys doing okay? You guys doing all right? The world's opening back up. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I'm not doing too well right now. 
Yeah, uh, I'm thinking about checking myself into rehab soon. Yeah, I, I don't have any addictions or anything. I've just been watching Euphoria this season. It's wild, man. It's wild. Like, what the fuck is HBO doing these days, guys? They need to bring back dragons and incest. Because this, like, this real-life shit is not working out for me. Like, Euphoria is just like a dare commercial for against parenthood. You know, all the shit that's going on, I don't get it, man. Like, if... If D.A.R.E. did half as good a job as Euphoria is at negating me at Parenthood, my mom would only be 85% disappointed in me. It's wild though, man. It is crazy. Um, I started going back to the gym again. Yeah, thank you, thank you. It, is a bit, it had been about two years and I thought like it would be a little different. For all those, it's the same shit, guys. It's the same roided out rage heads holding the weights. It's the same old dudes dragging their nuts across the bathroom. It's the same old shit. But what is different now with the gym is the women. The women are so much creepier now than they were two years ago. Blatantly creepy. So I was doing squats, right? And right across, I see a, I, I see a lady eye-fucking the shit out of me. And I... I stared her down, we locked eyes just to make sure. No shame in her game, just on the row machine, just. <laughs> if you're gonna grope like some Neanderthal, at least do it with a mask on, okay, lady? I don't wanna see your fucking mouth opening for me. Or maybe I do, who knows? <laughs> I don't blame her though, I, I, I really don't blame her. Because, um, you know, people's public and private etiquettes are kind of mixed up now, right? We got all this Zoom shit going on. <laughs> Thank you. And people don't, like, whatever you, what, private, ah, oh, fuck. So the shit that happens in private, you can do the nastiest shit in private, right? You can fart, you can scratch your ass, you can do whatever the fuck. That shit doesn't fly out in public, right? Like, I was working at Phil's the other day, and I, saw, I was watching this lady, right, waiting for a coffee. All of a sudden, this lady reaches up from behind and starts digging in her asshole for her underwear. Fucking nasty, right? Like, lady, this ain't a Zoom call. You can't turn off the screen over here. This is real life. What the fuck? And all of a sudden, this lady walks up to the counter, looks at the drink, puts it back, grabs her own, and walks out as if nothing happened. Fucking disgusting, bitch. The bitch part is not powering my jug. I forgot the rest of it. <laughs> you know, but uh, you know what? I'm gonna end on that. I'm Wally Hippolito. Thanks for your time. No Thank you, Pam. Wally Hippolito, everyone. Yay. Yay. Um, if, if I was in the dark, um, I would think that if it was a really dimly lit thing, I would think you were Ernest Evangelista with his, who cut his hair. I'd be like, Ernest, what did you do to your hair? I cut my hair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you used to have long hair? Only other could be only one. <laughs> Clap your hands together again, everybody. The hometown hero, Wally Hippolito. Yay! Isn't that where your show is? Um, I thought his show is... Okay, your next comedian isn't here. It was Kavita. And then the next one was Kelly Evans. He's not here, but you know who is here. I'm excited. And I love his steez. He's always so sharp. Put your hands together, everybody, for Jason King. In the Fillmore. Yeah. Give it up for yourselves, everybody. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, that was... Ernest Evangelista, you didn't deserve that. <laughs> that was... 
Mr. <laughs> I mean, he's way better looking. No. The, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I recently uh, I dislocated my shoulder, uh, and I uh, I think the most interesting thing I learned about dislocating my shoulder is that uh, white people were still racist towards me. <laughs> you know, like I'd be walking down the street, and this white dude was walking behind me, and then he walked in front of me, then he crossed the street. And a white dude stabbed him twice. <laughs> Once with each arm. <laughs> I um, let's see. I think uh, a, a lot of people, I think in in minority groups, are often like, "Don't make jokes about us, right?" Because you're making light of, of their hardships, you know. But comedians are usually on the side of you can make jokes about anything, you know. So I was writing this joke about midgets recently. <laughs> <laughs> I was writing this joke about midgets because I recently saw my neighborhood midget. <laughs> Get, he got a running start to hit an elevator button. <laughs> He's very short, Mexican midget. <laughs> it was like watching the dunk contest, but he was way more upset when he missed. <laughs> I imagine he had to make it or else he had to rock climb down the steps, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I did that joke and I'm sure that the midget would be very upset that I did that joke. But I performed it and I did it. And as I was coming off the stage, I fucking tripped. And that's how I injured my shoulder. And everyone started laughing at me. And hypocritically, I went. You can't laugh at this. This is not something you joke about. <laughs> okay. I'm going to figure that joke out better. Um, let's see. Another way I'm a hypocrite, I realized recently, like, I'll have a lot of jokes where I make fun of white people, and then I'll expect... <laughs> okay. Okay. I said, I said I have a lot of jokes where I make fun of white people, and then Ian went, uh-huh. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm realizing I'm a hypocrite because like I'll make fun of white people in my jokes and then I'll expect them to laugh right but then I'll hear a female comic like making fun of men and I, that shit will break my soul <laughs> you know like uh, there's, there's, a, there's a comic I don't know if you met her some of you are new but there's a comic Natasha Vinnick right she has this joke and I asked her for, I asked to, if I can reference this this morning. But she has this joke where she goes, don't you hate when a dude comes into your house and then he plays your acoustic guitar, right? And I'll just be in the back like, oh, I've done that so many times. <laughs> I thought that was hot. <laughs> it took so long to learn plain white tees. <laughs> oh, what you do to me. <laughs> Oh, it's what you do to me. <laughs> I um, I saw a crazy Japanese homeless uh, person recently, and the only reason I realized he was Japanese is because he was saying like these crazy, obscene things, but he was doing it in like a very like Japanese polite way. You know, like he was just he was just you know he was crazy on the street. He's like, ha 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 ha, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> 
That shit is so fucking dumb. All right, that's my time, guys. Thank you very much. So well, Jason King, everyone. What a treat. Uh, that was really, really awesome. Kelly, you were supposed to be next, but you just walked in. Do you want to just sit down and relax for a second, and we'll bring up someone else? Okay, we'll bring up your next comedian, everybody. He doesn't know he's gonna, going up either. Ha-ha, Ajay Damodaran, yay! Fuck. Shit, stuck. God damn it. All right. Masculinity. All right, here we go. Fuck, I actually didn't know I was going to go up. I thought it was like a 17th, 18th or some shit. All right, here we go. Here we go. Jokes. Time for jokes. Uh... My name's Jay. I have dry skin, so uh, anybody else, you know, make it really easy for people to find you if you go missing. No? Just me? All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, it was, it, it's been rough, but it was especially rough in high school because none of my girlfriends believe I was a virgin. Um, yeah, yeah, they always would be like, just looking at my cracked lips like, sorry, I didn't know you could be a virgin and a slut at the same time. I was like... That's the response I wanted for that. Jesus Christ. I was called a slut. Fuck. I was not prepared for this. Oh my god. Uh here we go. Here we go. Just gonna do the whatever. Uh I'm Hindu. I'm trying to be a little bit more religious. So anybody else, you know, like really scared? Just cause uh I feel like a lot of my friends have been having a lot of gay sex and they're not gay. They just try to pick up men because it's cheaper. And uh yeah, a lot of Indians are doing that, if you guys don't know. Um, but uh, my, my favorite Indian god, my brother's favorite Indian god, like he likes to tell me this shit, is, uh, is Ganapathy, right? So that's the that's a elephant god, right? And in my honest opinion, I think elephants are kind of stupid. They're like, they, the, they have the, like the largest brain by any other land animal, which seems really cool at first, but they also don't have thumbs. So like, what are you remembering all this shit for, right? <laughs> and they're made of wrinkles, you know, they're stressed. Yeah. I like baby ba baby elephants though. They're nice. They're like nice and innocent, right? They're cool, right? Like baby elephant would be like, "Hey, Papa, look, a puddle." Reminds me of the watering hole. And Papa would be like, "Yeah, I remember that watering hole. Uh, that's where they killed my killed my uncle. And, you know, it was it was two miles east of here, 320 winters ago." <sighs> and the baby elephant would be like, "Ah, I love winter." Yeah. But uh, my brother, like he likes that god, and, and the god is that god's the patron god of like wisdom, which makes sense. Wrinkles as fuck. Um, but also, I was like, I asked him recently, "Hey, are you still religious?" And he's like, "I was never really religious. I just like the way the god looked, which is fun." But uh, and then I like, I was like, I was surprised at first, but then I saw his like high school report card, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, you probably should have been praying more there than painting this thing." My brother, no. <laughs> um. I think I, I like to think that uh, I, I'm, I'm an ally to the Asian American community, right? I, like, I drink Vietnamese coffee from this one donut shop in Oakland. And I mean, the coffee place is called Colonial Donuts. So maybe I should, maybe I should go with Pete's, you know, like be a little bit less, be more anti-capitalist, you know? Um, I also think it's kind of weird because like Colonial Donuts and like it's run by Vietnamese people sounds a little bit too cocky, right? It's like it's like if, if in like 20 years I just rename myself to abortion just to like spite my father. It's like this this is what could have happened, you know? I I got to work on that one, but uh appreciate you guys stumbling through this with me too. All right. Appreciate it. Like, Ajay, Damn, Darren. My favorite goddess is Durga. 
anyway, that's a that's a Hindu goddess. She's anyway, it, anyway it's a good story. Uh, your next comedian. We're going. We were, we've been skipping around the list, so sorry about that. Because people arrivals and all that kind of stuff. But your next comedian, such a funny guy. Clap your hands, everybody, for Kelly Evans. Yay! Hey, 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 everybody. Um, you guys like Subway sandwiches, huh? Nope. Um, tastes like cardboard. I'm not a fan. Which makes it weird that they call themselves sandwich artists, you know? It's like, is that, is that the appropriate term for those guys? How do they justify that in conversation with actual artists, you know? They're like, so my medium is uh, mixed media. I use acrylic. Sometimes I like oils. Uh, what about you? Mostly cold cuts, but uh, sometimes I like meatballs too, you know? <laughs> Sorry. You can't laugh at your own jokes. Um, I, uh, I've been getting set up on dates by a friend of mine, and uh, she's bad at it. She's very bad at setting people up. She sets up people on dates the way like a child would make dinner you know like meatloaf let's make it with starburst you're like doesn't make any fucking sense at all so yes yeah, so i went out with a cage fighter who had just uh graduated from anger management class i'm gonna say too soon i'm gonna say too soon i think they gave out that diploma a little early all right she was she was very aggressive a lot of like loud conversation you know and um yeah, she was also uh, an oversharer, too. So, you know, people who just, like, they put it all on the table right away, you know? She was like, she was like uh, she told me that she stalked her boyfriend uh, for three months. And not like, oh, I'm checking out your Instagram page, you know, and your girlfriend's Instagram page. Like, oh, I put a tracker on your car. And you're late for work, by the way. Like, okay. That's a little intense. Um she finished every sentence with hella, or this it was in some is it somewhere in the sentence? It was like fucking hell of this and hell of that. She talked she talked like a cross between a valley girl and like a mechanic. It was kind of like she had like a raspy voice, you know. <laughs> she it really like the the highlight of the evening when she was like, yeah. Anyway, so uh, I got I got some scars. I got a hella big C-section scar. I was like, fucking what? <laughs> okay, yeah. So we fucked, you know, like we. And it was big. It was hella big. I licked it. It was great. I was into it. So I'm just saying, give it a shot, you know? Be open-minded. Um, anyway, uh, Starburst and Meatloaf is pretty good, actually. Um, anyway, I, I am, I've been trying to prove that I, I, you moved to San Francisco, and like every woman you date is uh, like an Ivy League graduate, mostly. It's like, I'm in my 30s. Is all, Every woman is on Hinge is like, I went to Brown or Cornell or Harvard. I'm like, I fucking didn't finish college at University of Houston. It was not, it's a borderline community college, honestly. And uh, so, you know, I just, I felt a lot of pressure to pretend like I'm smarter than I am. And I'm just, fuck it, I'm giving up. I'm not doing it anymore. It's so exhausting. You got to read books with words you don't know, like bequeath or, never mind. Anyway, uh. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I got into crypto because that's what you got to do if you're smart in San Francisco. You got to get into cryptocurrency. I lost a lot of money. I lost a lot. <laughs> I lost so much money. It was, it was kind of obscene. If you don't know what crypto is, uh, I, I got to read. I saved it. It's uh, 
basically, uh, I'm gonna just guess. It's uh, some sort of like uh, it's a bunch of words I don't understand. Basically, it's a bunch of words I don't understand. Neither together or apart. It's got ledger in it, which I know that is. I, I that's like the thing that the goblins that Gringotts use, right? Harry Potter. Nobody. Anyway, I lost hella money, is what I'm saying. All right, that's my time. Thank you very much. Have a great night. Kelly Evans, that was fantastic. Yay. I also lost hella money in cryptocurrency. Yay. Every time I look at my Bitcoin, I'm like, oh. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to bring us down. That that was, that, I just did the worst thing a host can do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so high, you guys. Like, I've been, I've been eating edibles. Like, I mean, this sobriety, I'm telling you, woo. This California sober is tough. I have to be so high. Uh, excited about the, your next comic. Um, she's really funny. Put your hands together, everybody, for Kavita Singh. Yay! The songs we admire and adore. You had Alan? All right, guys, I wrote some jokes about my parents. <laughs> so cliche. Okay. All right. Woo! Guys, I think a lot of people, a lot of parents have kids as a uh, as a labor of love. I think my parents had me and my siblings because of their love for child labor. Subtle distinction, uh, very small. Yes, my parents are old school. They're very much like, if you don't have kids, then who is going to till the land, you know? Uh, and it works. It's very smart. It, 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 really, it really works for them. Um, my parents, they don't, they don't, they don't make love. They procreate jobs because they're stimulating the economy. <laughs> my siblings do everything for my parents. They're everything. They're chefs, they're drivers, they're accountants, they're billers. I feel like even when my parents were fucking, they were like, we're building a business. <laughs> okay. Are you holding your heart Sorry, like that? Do you have a child? Oh, oh, you mean you felt <laughs> something's wrong. Yeah. How old are you? Okay. It happens. You know, sometimes you think you're dying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's, all right, all right. Um, okay, so I think, uh, I think, I think my dad is an evil genius. I think 40 is a perfect age to have a kid um, when you're a mean dad. Why? Because by the time your kid gets all the confidence to stand up to you, you look like a sun-made raisin, and they feel guilty, right? My dad, um, my dad was a mean dad. He, he wasn't like a bad dad. He didn't like throw me in the trash, but he would work really long hours at a hospital, and he'd come home late at night and be very much like, ah, you know, very intense. I felt like our house was a little bit like I Am Legend, right? Like it was like day, play, night, survive. <laughs> very, very scary. And... Um, and I avoided him, but by the time I hit 23, I was so excited to like finally stand up to my dad. And I basically wrote the scroll, and it was like, here are all the ways that you've ruined my life. You were never there. You told me I was garbage. And I was so ready to just like smack it in his face. And then my mom called me, and she was like, hey, your dad had a heart attack. And I was like, no. <laughs> my novel. <laughs> This is the thing, guys. Like, I wrote an abstract. I wrote an intro, a body, a conclusion. It was just years of content just thrown out of the drain because my dad threatened to kick the fucking bucket, you know? He's fine. He's fine, by the way. Like, I love him. We're all good. Your, your attitude changes a lot when you, like, reckon with your parents' mortality. You know, like, it might... 
my my attitude quickly quickly changed from being like I hate you as a dad to I don't want you to die like the uh, the the language shifts just the delivery needs to change a little bit uh last thing I'll say is um I moved here, so I, I basically came, I moved here from New York for my boyfriend, and it's a little, it's a little hard, because a part of me is just like, why are you trailing someone's ass, you're 25, but like, man, I feel like you have to put a down payment on a guy now to like, have him in the future, like, by your 30s. Like, literally, I feel like every handsome, good-hearted guy I meet, like, anywhere for everyone that i meet there's like a woman just like sitting behind a snake plant being like i have a sperm in a vial <laughs> it's like very scary <laughs> she's she's like you know like yes like okay that's fine and then by the time you hit your 30s right the 30 year old men they don't want you because they're like oh now you're too desperate because the 30 year old men are the ones who like want the kids and they're like no i don't want your old eggs i don't want your divorced eggs I don't want your eggs with wisdom. I I want the young egg, the the naive egg, the one that doesn't have respect for itself yet, you know? Um, okay, that's all I have. Thank you guys. Kavita Singh, everyone. The patriarchy's real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your next comedian, it's so exciting to have him back. It's been months and months and months since I've seen him. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion, everybody, for Chris Western. The energy, the sound, the truth. Whether on stage or in the booth. You nod your head, that's proof. And as we build more on the backs of... Hi. Uh, <laughs> it's locked up for a little bit, so uh, excuse me as I adjust to uh, public life. Uh, I'm a little shaky. Uh, that heroin really kicked in this morning. <laughs> uh, is it too late to talk about Christmas? Uh, I hope you all had a good Christmas. Got everything you wanted. All I wanted for Christmas was a friend. <sighs> it's okay. Uh, New Year's resolutions. Uh, anyone want to get like fit or something? My resolution is to buy a gun. Thanks. So you're gonna like work out, you know, intermittent fast, train your body, just to get shot when the voices tell me to. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, <laughs> so I was uh, living with my kids for a while. It was fun. But I've come to the realization that I, I can't be a belligerent junk and be a good father. So I've decided to give up on the kids. <laughs> Does anyone want any interracial love children? Yeah. They're, they're kind of like two in between. Like they're too they're too pale to say the N word, but they're too athletic to get white privilege. Yeah. They're actually very creative. My son was um, he was making a sculpture of me actually when I came home the other day, and uh, I thought it was great. But uh, then I realized we don't have brown play-doh. Uh, that's a shit joke. <laughs> Yeah, like the best part of having kids is uh, the sex you have after. <laughs> There's no more uh, cuddling, you know. You just get your quick ten strokes in, and then back to the grind. You know. There's no more hours-long conversation about your hopes and dreams, because your hopes and dreams died when the kids were born. So, uh, anyone been to prison? Woo! All right, my man. You look like my silly. <laughs> yeah. 
when I went to prison, um, I don't know if you can tell, but uh, I used to not be as uh, athletic as I am. Like I know I'm a physical specimen nowadays. You know, I bought, <laughs> I bought some shake weights. But when I went into prison, uh, I wasn't really prepared to like you know fight off a rapist or whatever. So I joined a gang. I'm not a fan of swastikas, so I joined a Latinx gang. Vatos hotos por siempre. No Spanish speakers here tonight? Yeah. Yeah, you guys aren't going to get my references then. Um. <laughs> but in prison, everyone was a lot nicer than I thought they would be. But uh, they always got my name wrong. They were always like, hey, Mark, come hold my pocket, Mark. I trade you for some cigarettes, Mark. It's like, all right. There we go. Um, I like to end my sets with something that makes you think. Um, so the other day, I was uh, shitting on the toilet. <laughs> and uh, since I care about the, I oh, sorry, I blew my nose into the toilet paper. And since I care about the environment, I reused that toilet paper. But then my finger broke through, and then I spent five minutes questioning my sexuality. So does anyone else do that? <laughs> all right. Uh, God bless. I love you all. Chris Western, everyone, the triumphant return. All right, uh, we're moving. Uh, we're we're moving on to the to this crazy side list of and stuff. Everybody, your next comedian. Clap your hands together for Trevor Sherman. Hello. So my name's Trevor, but most of my friends just call me a cunt. <laughs> but you are what you eat, right, guys? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I dick. Anyways, um, <laughs> right? It's the best. Um, have you all ever noticed that the ugliest guys are the ones who are the most homophobic? You know, it's like they're always like, I don't want them to hit on me. I'm like, relax. You can freeball it today. You're good. People have been asking me recently, it's like, Trev, what's it like being gay? And I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to answer that question? So I'm just like, it's the best. You know, I love it. And people, and then if they're hot, I'm like, you should try it. It'll help. And, you know, like you. Um, so, uh, no, but like, the one thing that sucks about being gay is dating and the fact that I'm attracted to men. You know, like the only thing that scares a guy more than AIDS is commitment, you know? Trying to find a boyfriend has been like a straight man's quest for the clitoris. You just can't find it. And, but here's the thing, like being gay is so practical, you know? Like I'm now ready for the zombie apocalypse because I've seen a gay bar run out of vodka. You know? Things were perfect, and like now, like gay porn, it's the best because, like, if I ever get pulled over and get a traffic ticket, I know now how to get out of it. Given a blowjob. So, um, but gays are really judgmental. Like we are so judgmental, and myself included. Like I see someone walking down the street in a shirt that says Old Navy on it, and I'm like, why don't you just go announce to the world that you're broke and have no style? You know, so much easier. Um, <laughs> I went to the doctor today, you guys. Sorry, I'm like in a little bit of a bad mood. Um, what happened was I woke up this morning and like every gay, I thought I was on my period. <laughs> but it turns out I'm just not built to get fucked by black guys. 
So he knows what I'm talking about. Uh, no, but uh, no, I got to be careful what I say because I don't want to get canceled, right? Like we used to call him retarded, but now we say anti-vaxxer. No, but these bitches are so dumb. I was talking to one, right? She's like, I don't want to put that in my body. I don't trust what's in it. I'm like, your husband's right here, lady. You clearly don't care what goes in your body. So stupid. And then she's like, well, I got to show you my data. And so they're trying to like find it. And they're like, no, you show them the data. No, you show them the data. Finally, I was like, I got to help him out. So I'm like, guys, QAnon Weekly is not data. So stupid. Um, but anyways, going back to the doctor, whenever I go to the doctor, I have to check in with the receptionist, right? And why does every receptionist look like Edward Scissorhands? You know, like they have like scalpels on their fingers, just like typing away. I have an itch on my back after I check in. She's like, you need help with that? I'm like, no, bitch. I got this. And like, what's the point of having nails that are five inches long? Are you scared Golden Corral's gonna run out of knives? You know? It's like, I'll cut your chicken, it's okay. Um, and I feel like it's just a silent way of saying I dropped out of high school and got my GED. <laughs> so, anyways, I gotta go to a sperm bank, because I'm hungry. <laughs> so my name's Trevor. Trevor Sherman, everyone! That was wonderfully funny. Yay. Um, all right! Uh, we're like jumping around on that uh, on that uh, wait list on the side, so the person coming up next doesn't know he's next. But last Friday, he got to do ten minutes in front of these like girls in the middle of the. It was it's you, Dan. Put your hands together for Dan Britton! Yay! Let that open up your mind like real doors in a world where being yourself is a real chore. Thank you guys. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just found out today I got fired from my job. Yeah, I made a pretty bad mistake last week. My boss came to my office and he was like, Dan, I need you to write a really important email for me to my lawyer. It's really important for me and for the company. And I was like, no problem, boss, I got you. So I write this important email. I'm like, dear Mr. Kloplowitz, very serious email, very serious email, very serious email. Regards, Dan Britton. And then I hit send. And then I go back and read it again. And I don't know if you guys have looked at a keyboard lately, but the button G is directly above the button T. So I tried to say, dear Mr. Kloplowitz, very serious email, very serious email, regards Dan Britton, but I actually said, retards, comma, Dan Britton. I was uh, listening to NPR today and they were talking about this girl who goes to Yale and was just broke a school record for the amount of races that a swimmer has won in a year. Make some noise for this girl, come on. Yeah, incredible athlete. The only thing is that she's trans. She was born or assigned a male at birth and she's a female now. She just happens to be like taller and stronger than all of the other swimmers. Which I feel like if I'm a competitor like against her, I'm going to be like a little jealous, you know. This joke's going nowhere. Fuck this joke. <laughs> Y'all weren't into it. I wasn't into it. I had a friend die unexpectedly, and so I went back and started reading the Bible. And I was reading the book of Exodus, and I was thinking about Moses, the man who led the Jews out of the desert, or out of Egypt, into the promised land. They walked in the desert for 40 years. 
And I was just thinking, what did G Moses tell the Jews at like year 38, where he's like, just give me two more years. <laughs> I know your feet are tired. Mine are tired too. My lips are chapped, but we're going to get through this. Now, all the days, all I think about, like if there was an exodus, it would just be a bunch of people like doing selfie videos like, hey, we're leaving Egypt. We're leaving Egypt. Am I the only one who whenever I see a techie riding a mono wheel like on the regular street, I just kind of hope a car hits them like just a little bit? <laughs> like just the way that they have to go like, I'm like, oh, just a Fiat could take this motherfucker out in one, one shot. Am I the only one who thought that Willy Wonka had a horrible business plan? <laughs> He's like, I don't have anybody to take over my company. I'm just going to have five random children in here. I guess whichever one isn't the biggest douchebag is going to take over the company. Whoever doesn't take the stranger adult's candy, the one who's least likely to get raped, is going to spearhead my business for me after I'm gone. You guys ever, uh, I just, uh, Sorry, this is my last thing and then I'll go. I just had my birthday, I just turned 26. Uh, thank you, yeah, thank you. I, it was a real challenge to survive this long, yeah. Um, you guys ever open up a gift and you're like, the second you get it, you're just like, nope, don't want it. <laughs> How long do I have to keep this before I can return it? And then everybody is like, well, it's about the thought that counts. It's like, well, then they deserve an F because they put zero thought into this. Hold on, wait, I had something to say with this joke, and then I fucking, oh, and then you have to pretend you like it. It's like, you open it, and you're like, no. And then you have to pretend like, wow, asbestos. Thanks, mom. Anyway, I'm gonna call that a night, but thank you guys, good night. Dan Britton, everyone. Yay! All right, we have a couple comedians left. I'm excited everyone's here. Your next comedian is Hunter Uniac. Yay! Stations and grocery stores. There was nothing they wanted to. There was a thriving community with their own kind of system. I'm sitting down. Fuck you guys. I love you all. All right. Um, I was watching this uh, movie, uh, Tomorrow War. You guys ever see that? Yeah. Um, but always like uh, during the movie, like a uh, Chris Pratt's character, uh, he, he loses his job. And all stuff. He sits down next to his daughter, who's nine years old, and his daughter is his rock. She's like, "Don't worry, Daddy. You'll be able to have a fucking job. You'll be able to, you know, achieve all your dreams." And all I'm thinking is like, "Where the fuck does Hollywood think these kids are from? You know, that are so positive and energetic, and like, you know, their parents rock." Because every single nine-year-old kid that in the world would just be like, "What the fuck's a job?" You know, like, like nine-year-old kid, nine-year-old kids are fucking assholes. You know what I mean? No nine-year-old kid's positive. Saying, like, you know what, Dad, you can do it. Every nine-year-old kid goes like, so where the fuck's the mac and cheese after that shit? You know what I mean? No? We're all not nine-year-olds? Fuck you guys. All right, I'm going to kick that nine-year-old kid. That's my point. <laughs> you are the nine-year-old kid, all right? It's crazy, though, guys. Um, I started praying again. I started praying again. Yes, it's not believable. But for the purposes of this joke, I started praying again. And, um, like, it's weird praying. Like, you know, like, most people, play, they, they pray about weird things. You know, I'm just, I, I pray to God for sexual favors. You know what I mean? Well, I'll pray to God, like, God, please send me a woman, you know, that, like, you would want your son to be born to, uh, a virgin. 
All right, send me a virgin so I can fuck God. No? All right, fuck you guys. This is why I'm single, and this is why I look like this. Okay? <laughs> Crazy, the guys. Um, you know what? I wrote these down, and I thought they were hilarious. So, fuck you. I don't know. <laughs> it's fun, though, guys. What else is going on with me? Um, I've been working with my dad a lot. Um, he fell off a scaffolding recently. I was constructed with him. He fell off a scaffold. And um, you know how weird it is? Like, it's like I bring him into a construction site all the time. And he's bitching me, like, saying, like, why the fuck is this place not handicap accessible? And I'm just going, Dad, you're the one that built the place? All right, why is it handicap accessible? Because it's your fault? All right. Fun, though, guys. I, um, I'm a very impatient person. I am. Like, um, when my friend says, like, hey, I'm, I'll be there at 4, and it's 4.30, I get pissed off. All right? So my girlfriend told me she's late by two months. She doesn't understand why I broke up with her. That's funny. All right. It's <laughs> fun, though, guys. What else is going on with me? I, um, I'm, an, I'm too immature of a person to work construction. I am. Like, when I'm building people's homes, I just draw dicks on the inside of their walls. <laughs> All the fucking time. You think this is a joke? I'm 100% serious. All right? Cause it's beautiful to me. Like, I draw the dicks inside the walls, and the family comes. They're like, Hunter, you did such a great job in there. We're going to make so many memories there. And every time a family's making a memory, there's just a cock on the inside of the wall the entire fucking time. It's beautiful. All right. It's weird, though, too, because the kids draw on the walls as well. You know, but, like, my thing's art. Like, I'm drawing wood on wood, pretty much. All right. The premise is funnier. <laughs> it's weird. Like, uh, sometimes I'll, like, I'll, I'll cut the, um, the stud uh, too short on the wall for framing, and then it's just uncircumcised. <laughs> All right. I can say more carpenter jokes then. Um, it's weird. Like, it's weird working construction. Like, so I had to pick up a couple of day laborers the other day, and uh, picking up a day laborer is just like picking up a prostitute in San Francisco, I assume. Um, it's weird because you walk up to the day laborer, and you're like, how much? You know? And then I go, how much for your friend, too? You know, like steel toes, stilettos, I can't tell the difference. You know what, guys? I'm going to go pick up a day labor just so I can feel better after this set. All right, guys, that's my time. Hunter Uniac. Oh, Hunter Uniac. All right. We're almost done. We're almost there. Your next comedian. Clap your hands together. Everybody, Denise Lee. Yay. Yay. Okay. Okay. Um, thank you. Um, okay. So, guys. I'm getting HPV vaccinated for like the hundredth time. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm done. Um, okay, cool. Uh, do you guys mind if I just try out like a couple things for tomorrow? Okay. Okay, amazing, amazing. Just a couple of little changes. Um, okay, this is going to make no sense, but here we go. Um, okay, so let's see. Um, so this white dude comes up to me and he goes, just so you know, you do not look like a hoe. And we all know that's just a polite way of saying you do not look like you get laid. Uh, and I was so offended by this rude and correct statement. Okay, like telling people I hoe around is the same way I tell my dentist I floss every night, okay? Like it's extremely aspirational. <laughs> and nobody really knows what's going on until I open wide, show what I got, and you're just like, she doesn't do this often, does she? <laughs> and it's a struggle because like this all-you-can-eat buffet has so much ahi tuna to go around, okay? 
The business has been suffering. The, hold on. That was what I did last night. That's not what I want to do tomorrow. <laughs> um, okay, yes. Um, this all-you-can-eat buffet has plenty of ahi tuna to go around. Questionable quality, but high quantity is just like a golden corral down there. Uh, I'm a little worried that the tuna is getting close to the sell-by date. I don't think I like that very much. Okay, we'll go back to the old one. <laughs> um, okay, so all I'm saying is I'm not picky because in my teenage years, like nobody was lined up in the school cafeteria for this slice of sashimi, okay? Like for 18 years, the most action I was getting was at the grocery store slapping watermelons. All right, like just pounding the melons with an assertive light BDSM spank. Like produce picking was my 50 shades of gray, okay? My resources were limited. And to be clear, I was not 100% ugly, but I did look like one of those girls that you would find on the cover of a McGraw-Hill geometry textbook, right? Uh, just radiated a strong Pythagorean theorem aesthetic, like attracting men when they wanted help on math. Like it looked like I was very skilled at sharing homework answers, which I did. Uh, but now it's different as an adult, right? Like now I just look like I'm very skilled at giving out bubble tea recommendations, which I would do, but usually nobody wants them. <laughs> like being opinionated about matcha is just not as profitable as math, okay? Because like it's, which we know, because it's the middle of winter and apparently I can't afford a shirt that covers my entire torso. I recognize I'm wearing a Peloton jacket, but this will not be this will not be the case tomorrow. Okay, thank you guys so much for letting me practice. Yay! Denise Lee! Opening tomorrow for Sammy Obeyed at the punchline. Your next comedian, clap your hands together for Julio! Yay! Yo, um, Russia, Ukraine. What's gonna happen? Do you think Russia is ready for a counterattack against Ukraine? Everybody knows to counterattack Ukraine, you gotta use Umantis. <laughs> so, um, you guys know when the uh, Me Too movement started? It started when the That's What She Said movement ended. M imagine those days, Harvey Weinstein, not a care in the world, he's in Hollywood like, hey, that's what she said. Hey, you guys hear what that's what she said? Like somebody tell Harvey not to say that no more. It's not cool. He doesn't want to know what she said. You know who got it really bad on the Me Too movement was uh, Louis C.K. But his mistake wasn't pulling his dick out. His mistake was telling people he's Mexican. That's career suicide. You get the whole country, you get all America to love, you fall in love with you. And then you drop a bomb on them and tell them you're Mexican. The betrayal. Man, white people were like, that's treason. How to declare war. Fucking, fucking Hispanic espionage. Hispaniage. We'll counterattack with our own espionage. Or Joe Rogan. Race espionage. Uh, you guys remember that uh, Jack in the Box commercial where that dude's smoking weed and he orders like 50 tacos? Because he's so high. You know why Jack in the Box could do that? They can make weed commercials because they got street cred because in the 90s he killed people with his hamburgers with e-cli call that putting in work 
He was Jack on the block before he was on the box. <laughs> so, uh, you guys ever uh, get a new phone number? You know? People get all kinds of reasons for getting a new number. Never good, though. It's like, oh, yeah, I made a LinkedIn. I don't want them to see my Snapchat. Yeah, every time you get a new number, it's always like some old drug dealer's number. You could always get that call like, have you seen Crystal? No. What about her cousin also? No. We're calling this number. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> you guys heard of NFTs? Woo! Like these little pictures that cost a lot of money. I don't even know why they cost so much. I mean, I can't have sex with them. They don't get me high. No fucking thanks. Any minorities? Got a message for all the minorities. Don't get a DUI if you're a minority. White people, go ahead. You guys can bounce back. Every white guy I know is begging for a DUI, you know? And when they finally get it, it gets reduced to like a DWI. What does that mean? Drunk whites are innocent. You know what religion has the best missionaries? Buddhist monks. You know why? Because they do yoga, and you get their, their uh, legs behind their head. That's missionary. All right, <laughs> that's my time. Whether on stage or in the booth, Julio, yay! Okay, this is sort of a last call that people who didn't show up tonight. Sam Carroll, no. Uh, what about Jake Rush, David Samuel? None of these people. Kyle Morrissey, no. Sarah Rainey. Nope, that's it, everybody. All right, thank you all for staying till the end. I did my jokes at the beginning, so yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers. Don't be a puta cabra. That's my new joke. I love it so much. All right, well, let's get the fuck out of here. I'll clean up the food, and uh, bye. Thanks, guys. Yay.
Remember it right, and we had just gotten back off tour last night. So the gang and I thought that it would be groovy if we summon up the posse and dumb rush the movies. I got Angie, Jeff got Tina, Ready Rock got some girl I've never seen in my life. That was alright because the lady was chill. Then we dipped to the theater, set to film. We saw Elm Street, and man, it was death. And everything seemed alright when we left. But when I got home and laid down to sleep, began the nightmare, but on my street. It was burning in my room like an oven. My person was hot and man, I was talking. I checked the clock and it stopped at 12.40. It had melted, it was so darn hot, and I was thirsty. I went downstairs to grab some juice or a Coke, flip the TV off, and then I almost When I heard this awful voice coming from behind, it said, Man, I ain't even wait to see who it was. Broke outside in my drawers and screamed so long, cuz. Got halfway up the block, I calmed down and stopped screaming. Then thought, oh, I get it, I must be dreaming. I strolled back home with a grin on my grill. I figured since this is a dream, I might as well get ill. I walked in the house, the big, bad, fresh prince. But Freddy killed all that noise real quick. Here's what we'll do. We got a lot of work here, me and you. The souls of your friends, you and I will claim. You've got the body and I got the brain. I said, yo, Fred, I think you got me all wrong. I ain't partners with nobody with nails that long. Look, I'll be honest, man, this team won't work. The girls won't be on you, Fred, your face is all burned. I pat him on the shoulder, said thanks for stopping by. Then I opened up. 
up the door and said, take care of guy. He got mad, drew back his arm and slashed my shirt. I laughed at first and thought, hold up, that hurt. It wasn't a dream, man. This guy was for real. I said, Freddy, uh, how it's been an awful mistake here. No further words. And then I darted upstairs, crashed through my door, then jumped on my bed. a whole new day i thought <laughs> i wasn't scared of him anyway until i noticed those rips in my sheets and that was proof that there had been a nightmare on my street
was a man in the funny papers we all know. He lives way back a long time ago. He don't eat nothing but a bear cat stew. That's a genuine dinosaur And he can knuckle your head Before you count to fall He got a big ugly club And a head full of how Like great big lions And grizzly bears The toughest man that is alive Wearing clothes from a wildcat's hide He's the king of the jungle jive Look at that caveman go Rides through the jungle tearing limbs off of trees Knocking great big monsters dead on their knees Cats don't bug him cause they know better Cause he's a mean motor scooter and a bad go-getter He's the toughest man there is alive Wears clothes from a wildcat's hide He's the king of the jungle jive Look at that king 